0: Hello and welcome to another episode of At Night with Vaughn. Tonight's guest is Mike and he is from Liverpool in the UK. He is here tonight to tell us about strange encounters he experienced shortly after the passing of his father. As usual, a new episode is available on all platforms on a Monday and then again on a Friday on YouTube. If you enjoy the show then please subscribe to me on whatever platform you're listening on and if you have an encounter yourself and want to be featured on the show and please send an email to at nightwithvon at gmail.com. All right, let's dive right into the interview.
1: Hello, everybody. Um, my name's Mike. I am from the northwest of England. Uh, I'm 22. And I'm here today to talk about two stories, really, that I've experienced um, so far in my lifetime. Um, For anyone wondering, I am a recently qualified psychologist. I do have a bachelor's degree in psychology, with honors, might as I add. (laughs) Um, So yeah, anyway, that aside, I'm here to talk about some experiences that I've had in the last, I would say, four years. So I'll just, I won't beat around the bush, and I'll get straight into it. So back in 2018 slash 19 slash 20, I'll cover all of those because I can't quite remember when it was. I lived with my second ex-boyfriend. Um, I won't name names, but we had our own apartment together. It was fantastic. Uh, beautiful apartment overlooking uh, where I was from, etc and so forth. Um, yeah, didn't think anything of it. Typical evening, sat down to watch a film, to cook dinner, uh, had a few glasses of wine as you do. Um, so yeah, to 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 go on from there. Before me and him were together, because I am gay and I'm not afraid to say. Um, i lost my biological father to suicide when i was 15 i'm gonna say 15. uh not great really not great um he lived in thailand with his ex-wife um etc etc um i visited him when i was eight and i visited him when i was nine so, I was in Thailand twice. Um, beautiful country, beautiful people, really a good environment. Um, but I was actually adopted when I was, I'm going to say about a year old by my by his mum and dad so my grandparents, for various reasons, the um, family problems, et cetera. I won't go into them all because of course, this is not what I'm here to speak about, but um, yeah, it wasn't pretty, it wasn't nice and it wasn't good for anybody. So long story short, he ended up moving to Thailand. He got a job, etc., and so forth. Now, he died from various complications to do with, with addictions, etc., uh, alcoholism to be precise. Um, and taking medication, and yeah, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. Um, so, to cut a long story short, when he died, it never really impacted on me. Like I never really, you know, got upset. I never really. I still haven't, you know. And this is seven years on. Um, but things started to happen that weren't, um, you know, what we would call normal, whatever normal is. Um, you know, at the time it happened, I had a dog um, who lived with me and my grandparents. I say grandparents for simplicity reasons. And his name's Spirit, he was a rough collie. I'm, um, Gorgeous dog, very gentle. And there was an evening, it must have been around a year after he'd died. And I was 16, 17 at the time. And I remember I was sat doing homework or college work, I can't remember. And the dog was fast asleep. I was home alone. Parents are going out somewhere, grandparents, sorry. And the dog all of a sudden just decided he was—he just stood up and barked, tail wide up, staring right into the kitchen because our kitchen, I've, I've lived with grandparents all my life for anyone who's wondering, because um, I was adopted, etc. So the kitchen doesn't have a door on it, it's just wide open, leads straight into the dining room. And I remember, as I looked up, something walked across the kitchen. Now, the kitchen we've got is very narrow. Um, It actually goes out right to the front of the house, where there used to be a, a car garage, so you could park your car or put tools and things in there. And I remember seeing it through my peripheral and I thought, that's very strange. I've never seen anything like that before. It was as though, imagine somebody literally walking across one side of the doorway to another. And I thought, that's very weird. And Even the dog noticed it and he was stood there. He wouldn't go anywhere near the doorway to the kitchen. And I thought, aye aye, what's going on here? So, I sort of didn't really know what to do with it. I was thinking, well, maybe I'm just seeing things. I was a bit tired, like stressed out because I had so much work to do. And I literally thought, right, is there a chance? Is there a chance? And is there a way of anyone to get in this house? No. Through the back door, there were two ways there's the way to the conservatory, and there's the way through the kitchen back door, both of which I would have seen both of which were locked. So I thought, right, Mike go- there's something not quite right here. I need to go and investigate this. The dog was going absolutely apeshit. He was just off on one, barking and barking and barking at his kitchen entrance. And I said, okay, spirit, calm down. You know, it's fine. And I remember I walked into the kitchen I looked both ways, there was nothing there. And I thought, okay. You know, either I'm tired and the dog can sense it, I don't know what's going on. I didn't put two and two together at the time. And then I remember my grandparents got home. I'll say grandparents for the purpose of this for this conversation, otherwise people will get confused. I remember my grandparents got home and they said, somebody's walked across the kitchen. And my grandma, who was my biological dad's mother, said, oh, it's probably your dad. And I went, what the hell are you talking about, my dad? She went, I've seen it, I've seen it. And I said, you've seen what? And she said, I've seen him walk across the kitchen. And I went, oh, shut the fuck up. I said, no, you've not. I have. And I said, well, you, you could have said something about it. Like, I had absolutely no idea that this was going on. Like." She said, I didn't want to scare you. And I thought, well, I thought I was going mental. Like, what do you mean you've seen him walk across the kitchen? And she said, I have seen somebody walking rather uh, quickly from one end of the kitchen to the other. And I said, well, what about when they get down to the ranch? They just vanish. And I said, well, what do you mean, vanish? And she said, well, they just, you know, they they seem to just go. And I thought, well, what on earth is going on? And I said, so you're, and she said, the dog's seen it too, that's why the dog's been jumping up. And I said, well, how can the dog sense anything like that? Like, what is going on? I said, because this is the first I've heard of it and the first I've seen of it. You know, I'm sat here on my own at 11 o'clock at night, wondering whether someone's trying to burgle the house. And we've got, you know, spirits supposedly walking through the house. I said, when are we going to tell me about this? And she said, well, I was going to tell you, but I wasn't sure how to bring it up. And I remember that. I remember that very, very, very well, because where our dining room is at is literally, you can see, well, well the dining table, I should say, you can see straight into the kitchen. Now, we used to have an electric oven <laughs> that was... Um, positioned right opposite the doorway and it had a glass front so so anything that was reflected you could see now i swear to god this whatever walked across there and i do believe it was my father because i remember a couple of days before that we said at some point we were trying to get in contact with mediums we were trying to get in contact with 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 different spirit people and i remember just saying oh yeah like you know he's not going to walk in front of the oven or anything is he well lo and behold when i'm on my own what happens and I'm telling anyone who listens to this podcast, it was like somebody was stood there. I shit you not. Imagine seeing someone's reflection and going, oh, but then looking and there's no one there. And you're thinking to yourself, what on earth is going on? Why has that just happened? And you think, am I seeing things? Do I need to get my eyes tested? Am I going about, about shit crazy? Like, what is going on? You know, and it's something that stuck with me and I, even to this day, I was still look in that doorway and think, wow, the things I've seen, why have I seen that? Was he trying to get across to me that he wasn't okay? Was he trying to make his presence known? Um, And a lot of research I've done on things as well is that, you know, People have this ideology that ghosts to these white things that look like sheets when in reality it's actually it's not, it could be, you know, a flash of light, it could be something that looks like an orb, it could be it could be anything really. Um and it's important to understand that if you have this one ideology that um, you know, a spirit or a presence will manifest themselves as one type of you know, being object, then you close yourself down to the understanding that they all manifest however they can. You know, it's not about whether you see something or hear something, it's about whether you experience it as well. And I can tell you one thing that I experienced that, and it still to this day sends shivers down my spine. It really does. So yeah, that's the first story. fair story
0: really strange It's, it's so funny so would you would you say at that point that was probably the one thing that made you sort of lean towards the paranormal side of this world that there is something
1: else that we don't see every day a very interesting question the answer to that actually would be um yes and no yes and no And that's actually led me on to another story that i wanted to that has only just come to mind right now that i wasn't Mm -hmm. actually going to talk about but i've actually just thought about it Uh Um, but to answer your question it it, it was to be honest yeah um it was it was something that i always thought our people always sit there and go oh well it's this and it's that it was a stack of dust or you're seeing things and it was it was when you see it for your own eyes that you go, oh my god, like this isn't made up shit. This isn't just you're hallucinating and or, or you're thinking about things and you're making it up as you go along. This this that was real. And I think it's important for people to know that like what you see isn't necessarily what other people would see. And I think it's important to note as well that like just because other people might not believe you or might not see it doesn't necessarily mean it's not real especially for an individual definitely
0: because everybody's experience is different i mean even when you look at the world of psychic mediums you get some mediums that can see people clear as day as they would their best friend standing next to them other mediums are more of an emotional sense where they just detect things through their own emotions. They, f- they feel maybe like an area's got severe sadness round about it or they can sense an area was a very dark area in the past and then you get mediums that actually work with what they call like spirit guides. Now <clears throat> I've never personally experienced spirit guides where people actually talk to me externally I've always had these weird experiences where it's either been like I've been shown images or videos or I've had certain feelings about things and that's just like it's you interpret that how you interpret that. So I think for everybody it's slightly different. Some people might get a full flesh and blood, they're staring at somebody walking through their kitchen other people just might get the room goes cold, the temperature drops and they get a, maybe a light wind on their face from it. So I think for everybody it's different but I, I do agree with you on the point where you say that if you just align your mind to one sort of belief that ghosts do just appear as like people in white sheets or they're white ghostly figures like you see in the movies all the time, then you are closing yourself off to all the other possibilities. There's a lot of people believe that if you see like a white dove, that's your loved one trying to communicate. Or if you if you catch like a fallen leaf from a tree, that's them trying to communicate. Or if you see like a butterfly. So it's not always like apparitions or you can see a person in your, your room or you feel their presence. There's lots of like little intricate explanations that can all add up to the signs that someone's trying to tell you something even if it's like you catch a whiff of your favourite flower or something like that and they're not even near you anywhere in the room so I do genuinely believe that when if you close yourself off to other experiences then sometimes I think maybe people even miss out because they're expecting to see a white ghost just walk down the hallway and it doesn't always work like that
1: well, do you know, actually, Von, that's very interesting that you mentioned that, because that's just completely opened my mind about a whole host of other things to do with this one experience. So, um, my dad, my biological dad was a smoker. Uh, I, myself, I'm a smoker, but I never smoke indoors. I don't, I used to, but I don't anymore. And I remember, especially in the kitchen. I, I remember that one time in particular that I've just mentioned, Um and when I went into the kitchen, it, it reeked of cigarette smoke. And I thought to myself, and I thought, am I going mad? Have, have I lit a cigarette and not realised? Like, and I thought, no, I've not. I've not. Like, my ashtray was empty, etc. and so forth. And. You know, when you when when you said then about you know, some people can, can close their mind down about um, experience and stuff. It's very really interesting because there are people that I have known, including my own family members who who knew my biological dad, who who do or who have, through no fault of their own, closed their mind down to actually understanding what these. I, I use the word apparitions. Um, or experiences are because when I spoke to you about you know seeing my well I'm, I want to assume it was my dad and I'll come to that in a moment because all I saw walking from one side of the kitchen to the other was 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 completely black. There was there was no there was no um, skin colour there was no clothing. It was like this black. I'm gonna to have to use the word cloak it was it was so quick and so vast and so you know vast is the wrong word it it just happened so quick that all you could see looking up was a black figure just went whoosh past the door and that was it not the door sorry the the uh entryway and it you know, it's something that I can still see now and it's so hard to... It's going to sound really weird. The best way to describe it is actually, you know, if you've ever played The Sims, what's yes. the um? What's the thing that um, revives you when you're being killed? Was it not the Grim Reaper? <laughs> Grim Reaper, yeah. <laughs> it looks like the Grim Reaper, but without, you know, the, the hatchet or the sword or whatever it is to carry. That was what it looked like. Strange, because you know, most
0: people would think that would be, like, an ominous presence, like a sort of negative. Mm. But, did, but like, like I say, I've seen, like, shadow people, I've seen shadows. It's not just what you see physically. At the time that this happened, when you seen that person, like, zoom through the kitchen, did you instantly think, like, oh my goodness, that's an evil ghost, it's a demon, or did you instantly just go to the
1: thought, oh, that's my dad. I instantly went to the thought, that's my dad. And it was this, you know, I think I've mentioned previously before, Von, that, like, my gut instinct, you know, so to anyone who who, who may watch his podcast or listen, my gut instinct doesn't lie. And I can say that wholeheartedly, it doesn't lie. And I thought, well, who the hell else? He's gonna wander through the kitchen at you know half eleven at night. You, you know the, the dogs going mental. Um, <laughs> you know, and it 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 sounds. I can see why some people may say, "Oh, whatever." Like you're just chatting shit. But you you know what you've seen, and you know you know the situation, the circumstances you're in, and I just think that I knew Phil well up to be dad and as soon as my, my grandparents came home and they said to me, because I must have been, what, well, how old was I at the time? About 16, 17. Um, and as soon as my grandparents said that's well, I thought, well, I'm not the only one that's obviously seen this then or, or, or experienced this, and it made me realise that, you know, that, there are more, that there's, there's more than just thinking about somebody that you loved or someone that you've lost the fact that he had the energy as uh, a potential manifestation should we say to 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 go through a kitchen suggests that he wanted to be seen he wanted me to know that his presence was there
0: i mean definitely um, from from what i know it takes some when you watch all these ghost hunting Programs, and <clears throat> I think what you gather from it is that sometimes apparitions need a bit of help to appear, so they, they drain like mobile phone batteries, they, they drain camcorder batteries, and it's just anything to sort of like boost their ability to, to say, Do you know what, guys? I'm here, I want you to see that I'm here. So the fact that, like, you're mum's stroke grandmother um, had also seen him it kind of goes to show that it wasn't just like a one-off and he tried a couple of times and this was just you seeing it for the first time and the fact that really nothing had happened in your house up until that point it's not like you were living in a haunted house this was just you sitting there with your dog late at night doing some homework this experience happens and the only thing you can really link it to is basically the passing of your father so it kind of makes sense that and the fact like I said before it's not just what you see it's what you feel and the first thought that came to your mind is that's my dad
1: yeah well to link it back to the gut instinct again was like you know because I've, I've gone through a lot in life um You know, and if my gut instinct is is kicking off, it's like, well, maybe I should actually realise and and listen to that. Um, And if I could link that to my second story to do with with my dad, or what I presume was my dad, um, as I mentioned previously, I lived with my ex-boyfriend and, uh, you know, we had a lovely apartment together. I mean, I mean, it was beautiful. It really was, all open plan, everything we wanted. Everything was great at the time. And as I said previously, we sat down, put a film on, opened a bottle of wine, and I remember this because we had two, we had two um, couches or sofas or settees, whatever you call them um, at the time, both leather, and uh, it was. The window in the in the apartment was all open plan. You could see out into the river for, for miles, and you could dim the lights. We had, we had LED lights in the ceiling that you could dim, and it, it you know, open plan like kitchen. Everything was lovely. And I remember this particular evening, we were sitting there and we were, I can't remember what we were watching, but anyway, I, I digress. And I, I must have only really had about a glass of wine at this point. And I said, oh. And without thinking, I said, oh, my dad's here. And I remember my ex just looking at me going, "What? Well, what are you talking about? I said, my dad's here. He said, your granddad or your dad? I was like, my dad. He was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean he's here? And I said, he's in our flat. <laughs> and it makes me laugh because it was the weirdest it was the strangest and weirdest sensation I've ever had so sat there chilled as hell having had a stressful day and I said I know my dad stood in the doorway he stood in the doorway waiting to come in and my ex went what the hell what the fuck know, he actually said what the fucking hell are you talking about and he said he stood in the doorway to our living room kitchen waiting to come in and he said, he's not. I said, he is. And we were literally about, <laughs> this is how ridiculous it got. We were about to like start shouting at each other over this. And I remember there was, a, the, the, the oh God. The doorway, because the kitchen and the living room was open clam. So it was one big room, kitchen at the back, living room at the front. And the doorway from the from the hallway, that led to the bedroom in the bathroom. It had a big pane of glass in it. And someone knocked on the glass. Like literally you could hear, like imagine someone knocking on glass. Bang, 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 bang. And my ex went, oh, there's someone at the front door. I went, there's no one at the front door. So that's me dad. And he went, well, you start winding me up. And I said, I'm not winding you up. I said, he's here. So, <laughs> He didn't believe me. He did not believe me. He said, you're just winding me up. He said, I I don't believe you. This is utter bollocks. Like, why, why are you doing all this? Like, you're trying to get attention. Well, let me tell everyone. Somebody walked from one side of the kitchen, right past my ex, past his sofa, or one of the sofas, right to the front of the window. And I mean, you could hear the footsteps. And I looked at my ex and he looked at me and he went, What the fucking hell was that? And I went, I told you it was my dad. And he went, No, who was that? And I went, I told you it's my dad. Now he was very skeptical about anything like that. He was he was very like, no, that doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I can tell you now, he's gonna sit next to you. And Von, I don't know how I knew this, but he sat next to him and my ex, I've never seen, well, my second ex, I've never seen him shoot out of a chair so quickly. He went, someone's just sat down. He said, the seat has literally just gone down. Because it was a leather, it was a leather sofa. He said, the seat's just gone down. I said, yeah, I know, I just heard me dad's seat. Yeah. And he said, well, how the hell are you so calm about it? I said, well, why are you so annoyed about it? I said, relax. What will happen will happen. You can't change it. Now, I wasn't bothered because I knew full well who it was. And he kept saying to me, he said, I, I, he said, I need to get out of this flight. He said, this is weird. I don't know what, to, you know, uh, what is going on? Um, I remember just sitting there, and I was laughing to myself and I said, is that you, Dad? You know, because my dad's got the same name as me, his name was Mike as well, uh, my biological dad. And I just completely, as a joke, uh, just said, oh, Dad, if it's you, will you do me a favor? I said, Dylan's terrified. I Shouldn't have said his name, but I've said it now. Um, would you, do, would you go to the kitchen, do something? You know, because, you know, like you mentioned, Von, with all these ghost stories and, and things like that, you know, you think, oh, what a load of bollocks that is. It's never gonna happen. And I said to him, oh, there's, there's, you know, there's a kitchen roll at the back of the kitchen. Go and knock that off or something, like, or open the microwave door, you know, or open the oven door. Well, about 10 minutes later, We had a kitchen roll and it was right above the microwave, right back of the kitchen. That got blown across from the back of the kitchen to the front window. And I mean, thrown, it was like picking it up and literally throwing it. And it unraveled as it flew through the air. And I remember my ex looked at me and I looked at him and I just smiled and he went, you're fucked. I was like, no. Said I told you that was my dad. Well, why is he doing that? I said because I've just bloody asked him to. So anyway, um, it he was literally freaked out, and I mean freaked out, he was literally nearly breaking down in the corner of the room, wouldn't move, and I was like, you need to just calm down, like, you know, this is this is his way of communicating because he's got no other way of doing it. And he said, well, how do you know he, you know. How does he know you're here? And I said, because spirits manifest. They will follow people. They will do what they do. You know, and if I've asked him to come here and I'm open to the idea, like we mentioned before, about some people aren't exactly open about the idea of spirits following them. I said, then, yeah, he will come through. And he said, I've I've never thought of it like that. I've never realised that. I said, well, yeah, that's why you, you're you so closed minded about the experience, is because I've always been open about it and gone, well, what will be will be, and what will happen will happen, you know. If something gets thrown across the room, so be it. You know, and I remember saying to my dad, I said, look, I said, maybe we're, we're, maybe we're all just going nuts here. I said, maybe we're all just mentally ill or whatever or schizophrenic, I think I said that as a joke. He sat next to me. And I swear to God, I swear down on my life, I am not making this up. I would never lie about anything like this because it's very important to me. Because the sofa was leather, you could hear when someone sat down on it and it sort of had that... I'm not even going to try and make the noise. Just imagine someone sitting on leather. And you can just, it dips, and it makes that noise of, you know, it going down. And I touched the seat, and it was cold as ice. It wasn't warm. It wasn't lukewarm. It was cold as ice. And I said, he sat next to me. And I could feel, imagine someone sitting next to you, and the draft of them slightly sitting next to you, just leaning back, and you go, all right, they sat next to me it was like that but there was no one there and i remember my my one my my second ex looking at me going this is bizarre this is bizarre and he literally had to leave the flat for a good half an hour and go for the walk because he was just like i don't know what the hell's going on you know and i'll never forget that you know, literally hearing somebody walk because the floor we had as well in in, in the uh, kitchen and, and living room was was wooden. It was wooden floor, so you could hear anyone walking. You could hear laces on the floor. You could hear everything. Um, you could hear if someone dragged a chair out. You know, wooden floor, loud as hell. But I remember literally that experience, and I was literally I was I was crying with happiness because I thought, wow, I'm not the only one that's seen this and experienced it. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just, you know, me mani- manifesting things in my own mind that aren't here. But as soon as my ex shot up out the sofa and was like, what the fuck is going on? What is that? Who's there? And I'm then like, oh yeah, it's me dad. And I said it so nonchalantly because it didn't bother me. I wasn't afraid. You know, I wasn't afraid. And there was, there was times, even now, where I can still sit there and go, oh, it's just Mike, it's fine. And people are looking at me going, "Um, are you okay? Like, are you sure? And it's like, well, who the fuck else is it gonna be? You know, but again, my gut instinct goes, yeah, it's him. I know it's him. I know for a fact it's him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. It's weird that you mention
0: the freezing cold, because I have this one story and I don't think um, you've heard it before. My brother was there and like all our friends were there. And it actually concerns someone who recently passed. Um, So basically there was one night, we were all together and we were still all in high school at the time. And this was sort of like the peak time in my life when all this paranormal stuff was going on. The black figure had appeared. All this weird stuff was happening. And I remember I tried the Ouija board um, a couple of times when I was younger and got scolded for it off my mother because, according to her when she was around 15 or 16, her and her friends decided to try it one evening in my grand's house at the time. And apparently, according to her, and she swears on this, um, after about five minutes of playing the Ouija board, the lights in the kitchen, the whole house, everything went off. They heard this massive bang, and the lights went on, And one of their friends, now it sounds ludicrous, was lying slumped up against the fridge freezer and she hadn't a clue where she was or who who she was with. She was so dazed and confused and everybody was like, how the hell did she end up moving from the kitchen table to the fridge freezer, which was like two or three meters away. She just seemed to fly from one end of the kitchen to the other. And that's when my mum had decided like this is not a game anymore we don't play that and i remember seeing it in a movie one time and i was like i want to try the ouija board and that's when mum told me the story do not mess with the ouija board this is what happened to me when i was younger it's not nice if i ever catch you playing with that i'll break your back (laughs) that was always (laughs) the threat back in those days i'll break your back but anyway My parents always have owned caravans my entire life, and there was one evening, they left me and my brother and our couple of friends, when they went to the clubhouse for some libations and some live music, we decided it would be a good idea to play the Ouija board. And I kid you not, we we obviously didn't have the boards, so at the time, we knew that if you took a glass tumbler, you turned it upside down and you cut the letters out from paper and you put them round the glass in sort of a circular motion so the glass could still point to each letter and what have you, yes or no and so we tried that, we were sitting there for a good maybe 10 minutes asking questions, nothing, nothing was happening and all of a sudden something changed we were like, is there anybody here? And lo and behold, the glass started to shift across the table. And it went to yes. And I was like, okay, guys, this is like 10 year old me. Who's moving the glass? Everybody, it's not me. It's not me. It must be you. It's not me. You're just trying to scare us. And I'm like, I'm not moving the glass. It's one of you guys. Anyway, after we'd argued that none of us were moving the glass, We decided to ask who was there. And this is the part that still gives me shivers. And my brother can attest to it. I don't speak to the people anymore that were there, but we asked who was there. And the glass never moved. The scariest part is we had all the letters individually cut as little squares round the glass. And some of them, I swear to God, lifted up into the air and some flipped and some stayed up the way. So it was like whatever was left facing up the way was trying to spell something but we were so scared we never even bothered to look at what letters were left facing up the way. We just grabbed them all, put them in the bin And we smashed the tumbler, because we heard you had to smash the tumbler, otherwise you're haunted forever.
1: Yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: Little did I know I was already haunted. (laughs) Second mistake, I tried it again about a year later. And at the time, do you know those... Giant yoga balls that you get the big inflatable rubber balls. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you
0: can literally throw yourself on them They don't burst. They're very durable So me and my brother both had one that was almost half the height of us. They were that big back then they were huge So we decided again, we're going to try the Ouija board and We only asked the first question And it never answered. But what happened was even stranger. We were in the awning, which wasn't the actual caravan. It was like the tent attaches onto the side to give you extra space. So we were all in there. And me and my brother had these giant yoga balls at the side of the caravan.
1: Like a a sort of annex type thing.
0: Yes, but it's like a tent. So it attaches to the caravan. It's like, basically it doubles the width of the caravan, but it's basically like those that thick PVC. It just gives you like a greenhouse made out of plastic. Basically, it's waterproof. Whatever you end up with, twice the amount of space. So we asked the first question. Nothing happened except for the fact that we turned round. And now this is this is probably just as strange as the letters flipping over and flying up in the air my yoga ball it was like somebody took a Stanley knife and just slit it down one side see, and you've you seen the slit up here so you've seen the cut just whoosh. and the weird thing is it didn't burst straight away the cut appeared and you could see the the, the, the slash in the ball and it was like three seconds after the, the slash appeared, it just exploded. And at that point, so it, my parents so it came didn't back and
1: just go flat. It just exploded. No,
0: it blew up. Wow. It was like somebody cut it and then there was a delayed reaction. It never deflated straight away. So it's like someone cut it and we were all looking at this a giant yoga ball with a Grand Canyon slit down the middle that nobody touched and it just still seemed to hold its shape it still was inflated and then all of a sudden boom it exploded and it like flew into all these little different parts and at that point my oh. parents walked in they're like what did we tell you about this Ouija board and well let's just say we got a proper scalding for that. I've been caught twice, but that leads me to the the third story. So I remember me and my high school friends and we're all just sitting. I think we were originally playing computer games, and somebody suggested we try the Ouija board. And after what happened to me those past couple of times, I was like, no way. I'm not doing that again after what mum told me what happened to her friend and after what I've seen never again and so they were like oh let's just try it let's just try it and I'm like "Um," and I'm like no I was totally against it so They were like, no, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, yes, let's do it, let's do it. And I was like, oh, for goodness sake. And I was 100% against this Ouija board, or Ouija, depending on how you pronounce it. And the weird thing was, one of my friends was sitting on the couch, and I looked behind him. And I seen this old man standing behind him. Tall, skinny. He had like a comb over, but you you could tell he was bald. He He was trying to hide the fact that he was bald with this comb over. And I was like, oh my God, you're never going to believe what I've just seen. And everybody's like, what? And I was like, there's a man standing behind that couch. Tall, skinny, comb over. And my friend was like, That's my granddad. So like, that sounds exactly like my granddad. And that was the only reason that night that I agreed to dabble again in the Ouija board. Because I, f- I figured if that man has shown himself to me, he's going to be one that talks to us. so again we cut out all the letters and we had we had a glass coffee table and we put the glass in the middle and all the letters round about it and this is where it gets really strange and to this day i cannot figure out why this person used the words that they used so start off as usual If there's anybody here, we invite them here to join us. We don't want any negative spirits. And we just want, and I'm not going to say the person's name, we want so-and-so's grandfather to come through and talk to us. Are there any spirits here with us tonight? And straight away the glass goes to yes. And we were like, who's here with us tonight? And the glass spelled out many and that's when i thought oh my goodness what the hell's going on here i was expecting so-and-so's granddad to come through and now it's saying there's many i was like that's not good so we were like we only want to speak to such and such person's granddad can you come through for us yes we said can you ward off the other spirits that are here trying to communicate with us so we can only speak with you yes so my friend, whose granddad it was, he said can you prove to me that you're my granddad <coughs> now I kid you not to this day I still do not know how to spell this word but it spelled it out The Ouija board spelled out the word alopecia. Oh my god. And my friend was like, he almost instantly broke down into tears and went, Oh my goodness, my grandma had alopecia. So from that very moment, he was convinced we were talking to his granddad. And I was as well. And we're like, Jeez. and we were like, why are you here? Why have you come through? Now this is the strangest part. It's spelled out. Allah, A L A, not Allah as in like the Muslim A L A H, just A L A. Comes in the night. And we were like, what the hell does that mean? Allah comes in the night. And we were like, what do you mean? Can you explain that further? And it just said, Allah comes in the night. And we were like, what is Allah? And it spelled out the word cold. So we were like, the cold comes in the night? What does that mean? They were like, what else can you tell us? Like, why have you come here? And it said, turn on the lights, turn up the heat. And by this point, we were all just like, what the hell? We don't understand any of this. The cold comes in the night, turn on the heat, turn on the lights. And we we're like, what the hell does that mean? Then it said, close the window, turn on the heat. Very
1: strange, and
0: it's very specific. We it's very cryptic, and we were all sitting there like, what the hell does this mean? Obviously, if you communicate with someone from beyond the grave, it might be hard for them to maneuver the, the energies to get the cup to move. We were just putting it down to maybe they couldn't exactly get across what they we were trying to say, that's why we were getting some random weird words. But the next word that is spelled out shook us to the core. The next word that is spelled out was caught death. Oh God! I swear oh on my mother's my life, God. caught death. And the person, I'm, e- I'm even getting all the arms, the, the hairs on my arms right now are raised. I'm getting shivers thinking about it. The person whose granddad had come through, well, he had a big sister. And she recently had just had her first child.
1: Did the child die in a
0: caught death? No, 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 no. What we then figured out was he phoned his sister and he was like, listen, this is going to sound really weird. We're doing the Ouija board right now. Granddad's came through and he's mentioned caught death and to close the windows and turn up the heat and she just burst into tears on the phone and she was like i cannot believe you've just said that she says because we've got not going to mention the baby's name she's in her she's in her own room and the bedroom window's open um and the heating's off And he was like, "Well, I think what Granddad's trying to say is, move the baby into your room, shut the windows, and put the heat on." And that's exactly what she did. She moved the baby into to, to her room, moved the cot, closed the windows at night. I don't. I think it's probably a simple mistake. You're used to keeping the windows open at night to keep yourself cool, but this person had come through and said if you continue to do that it's gonna end up in travesty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean and his I could, sister imagine being in that situation. His sister, because of that message, moved
0: the baby into the same room as her and her husband and she kept the heating on throughout the night, shut the windows and everything worked out fine.
1: Yeah. Um I mean not the best situation to be in there, isn't it? I mean, especially if someone's
0: looking down or can see that, it's like, oh my God. But And the weirdest part of that entire encounter, the whole time that we were playing the Ouija board, it was as if someone had opened a freezer underneath the table. So we were playing on a glass coffee table and we were all sitting cross-legged round about it. None of us were on the seats. And it was like, if you put your hands below the coffee table, it was as if you were in a freezer. It was so cold.
1: So is that hands... when you mentioned to me about the, the, the freezing cold thing? Yes.
0: So it's weird how the fact you've mentioned that it felt like someone sat on the sofa, you seen the leather move, you heard the noise, and you'd expect, it To be warm If someone had been sitting there But for some exactly. reason Spirits seem to be cold They have this well, cold that's... effect on the world
1: Well that's what I wanted to mention as well Was that like You know um, To do with, with You know if You'd think That if, if someone was going to sit next to you Or manifest as a human Or try to Or even you know, maintain the idea that they wanted to be a human, that the seat would be warm. But what's strange is that, like, you know, there must be something to do with with, with um, spiritual dimensions, to, to use, to coin a phrase, that once they sit down, if there's no actual body heat, then there must be... Because there must be something to do with it being cold because so i've have seen a lot of things online and i've 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 watched quite a lot of documentaries that say Do you know what I'm getting at? Do you know what I'm trying to say is like, they're not trying to get, you know, they're not trying to get your attention in the sense of like, if someone sits next to you and it's like, oh my god, I'm so warm. It's literally true the fact they're trying to get your attention in the sense that the room will go cold because of it, but they're also incapable of, of producing heat. Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, it makes sense, as in the fact that they don't have a corporeal body which generates heat. So maybe, maybe everybody's soul is <laughs> um, freezing temperatures. Who knows? But it seems to be that whenever spirits are around, the the actual atmospheric temperature tends to dip quite a lot. Did my audio just cut out? Then, by the way, it did. That's weird. When you said, when you expect someone to sit down beside you, it went quiet for about 10 seconds. And That's it
1: weird. Oh my God. That's really weird, because literally my audio, I've just checked everything as well, because I thought, why is, why, is, why is it not saying anything? Like, what's going on? Just checked on my audio and it's fine, but my audio dipped to zero. It went
0: quiet for about 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, my auto dipped to zero and it said no input. Strange.
0: A beer giving away secrets she shouldn't be giving away.
1: Here we go, we get it. This is it. This is where everything manifests on call now, so people can see that I'm not just chatting <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: Someone is interfering with our podcast. Can you please stop? We've had enough of the technical difficulties. Thank you very much.
1: Well, actually, I, I, th- there is one more story that's just come to mind that I wanted to um, to mention Um I'll mention it briefly. But and um, me and my auntie, we're very spiritual people. Um, she's my dad's sister. I love to put dad's sister. And there was a time when we were on a call together on WhatsApp. she teaches in Italy, she's a teacher in Italy. Um and it was when I lived with, with my second ex and I so say second ex. I don't I'll just say living my ex. I, didn't lie, so second, what, on, I don't know why I say second, what the hell am I about? And um we were on a WhatsApp call for about three hours because we had so much to catch up on and talk about. And I I remember saying to her, aw, oh, wouldn't it be funny now if something, like, knocked all the cushions off your couch? Well, someone or something did knock all the surface off a couch. And she, too, was a smoker. Or was, I don't know if she still does. And she was outside at the time because it was boiling hot. And she said, well, she said, did you just say, whether well, something had not... Um, cushions off myself?" and I went, yeah. She was like, well, fucking something just has done. And I went, oh, don't be silly. I said, send me if I, get, go on FaceTime. Well, all the... the um... oh, my brain's gone blank. All the cushions were on the floor. And I went, well, is there a breeze? Is there anything going on? Like what? No, nothing. She said it's like 32 degrees here in Italy. There's no wind, there's nothing. And as we were talking about it, something was trying to interrupt the call. It was as though something was trying to call us or or, or disconnect and the call kept going on and off and I was thinking, is it my Wi-Fi? she kept saying, I'll phone you back, I'll phone you back on on your number. I was like, that's fine. But something kept interrupting, it was like a third voice. And I kept saying, when have you heard that? She won't mind, her name's Wendy. I was like, Wendy have you just heard that? Like, what was that? She was like, I don't know. And every time she went in and out, the cushions were on the floor. And again, I knew it was my dad. And I think it's my dad that's just messed up this call, because again, Von, my gut instinct is screaming at me right now. Why have okay. we, we... We've been on a call for about an hour. Why would it all of a sudden get funny as soon as I mentioned that?
0: It is strange when all our settings are fine, and all of a sudden yeah. you go quiet for ten yeah. seconds.
1: Yeah. I checked all the... because I thought, why has Von gone quiet? What's going on? So yeah, if anyone's still watching, it's the, it's the small things like that that make you think, oh my God. Because it could be somebody in the spirit realm going, uh, I'm, I'm going to just fuck everything up because why not? Because some of them do. It could just be a simple internet cut out for five seconds or it could be, I'm just going to mess all your internet settings up But it's very interesting, and that's one thing that I want everyone to who views this podcast to take into account is that both me and Vaughn checked all our settings before this call. Everything was set, all mine input devices went to zero, and then back to seventy percent. So, and literally Vaughn, I swear, down to that, I checked all my audio settings. It was. MacBook import, hundred percent. It went to zero, and then I saw that. I was thinking, why is it going to it's, zero? It's
0: very strange though because you went quiet for like ten seconds.
1: And then, and then, and then
0: when your sound came back, I couldn't talk. Mine's Ooh. was quiet. It was like vice versa. Like, you you were in the middle of explaining your story and you went quiet for like ten seconds, and I'm like, hello, you went quiet. And then you started to talk again. And then when I was speaking, all my audio went to zero and it wasn't picking up anything.
1: Yeah. And that's never, ever happened before. And that's exactly as I was speaking to you about me and Wendy on WhatsApp, wasn't it? It was. And that's exactly what happened to us. And we were saying, Wendy, are you there? Can you hear me? And then she was going, I can hear you. Can you hear me? And then it was coming through like, Later on, I was like, I can't hear you. So, uh, uh, yeah, that, I mean, if that, that to me is a sign. It's very strange. That, that has just happened live. That has just happened live. Now, if anyone's watching this, me and Brian are recording this on Discord. you If anyone uses Discord, you will know you can't just go on and just click off all settings like. That's weird. And that's weird
0: it's strange we may have just documented an, an example of the paranormal who knows who but it's knows? just weird how your audio disappeared and then when you came back, mine's disappeared so there yeah, was like, I, was I, in, I think yeah. when I listen back to this, there's going to be like a 20 second gap where like, I'm sitting going hello, hello, hello and you're not talking, and then you come back and then you'll be like, hello, hello.
1: And then mine was 10 seconds. Was it both 10 seconds each? Roughly Roughly. about that, I would say, yeah. Because I didn't know mine had gone off, and then I was talking, and then I was like...
0: You were literally talking, and it just went quiet. And because I'm obviously sitting staring at the recording equipment, it's got the little bar that moves up when people talk, yours just went right back to zero, and it was nothing. And then it picked up, like, the end of your story. And then when I was trying to reply back to your story, mine's went to zero.
1: Yeah? Yeah, yours went to zero, and then you picked up, and then I was thinking, hang on, what's, what's going on? So we could have literally had an example on a call and on a recording where what I've literally just been talking about has just happened live. Bizarre please so do not
0: it, mess with my audio equipment it cost me a fortune <laughs> thank you very much go haunt someone else
1: <laughs> well it's it, you see that's what i mean now it could be the most simple thing but one thing that stuck with me is the fact that i was literally talking to you about whatsapp with my auntie and the fact that the sound went funny and then lo and behold the sound goes funny now one thing that will be very interesting is if you listen back to this recording which obviously you probably will do before editing it see if there's anything in the background just see if there's any yeah any that will weird... be strange yeah,
0: see if there's any sounds or voices any any
1: strange influx in sound that, that wasn't picked up by the audio because that's exactly what happened to me and me and my auntie. Like, there were, there were sounds that were picked up that weren't audible to the human ear. So, it'd be very interesting. That, that's amazing! Oh my God, I'm actually shocked about that. I never would have thought that anything like that would have would have happened tonight.
0: Me either, and it's bizarre because... I can swear on my mother's life, I never edited any of my settings. They've been the same from the very start of this interview. You just cut out halfway through your story. And then when you came back, I cut out, which was bizarre.
1: Now I've got no influence over your settings, so... And why would I cut out during what I'm talking about? It wouldn't happen.
0: Maybe we have just caught some sort of...
1: And if I'd have gone muted, if I'd have gone muted, it it would have picked up, so...
0: But the thing is, when we listen back to this, you'll hear that you're talking. You, you sort of start to trail off. It's not just like a if you clicked a mute button, you just stop. You so were talking, talking, and it just, just kind of goes gone. like... You just kind of get quieter and quieter, and then you just stop, That's and then like... so weird. It is very strange. Yeah, I've so exactly this so, so no,
1: no, no, no mute button would have been pressed. Because you would have heard it on Discord as well, it goes...
0: Drum. Yeah, it makes those fucking annoying noises. Yeah.
1: And that would have picked it up. That's very interesting. It's bizarre. So... Per-
0: perhaps someone's listening to us
1: tonight. Well, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <coughs> well, like, it's not my
0: demon, it's your dad. That's fine.
1: <laughs> it's my dad. It's fine. I do not want that shadow figure here anymore. <laughs> I think he's probably my dad. I think he's here to play games, to be honest. <coughs> it's not the first time it would have happened it's not the first time but it's no it's a... very interesting so to anyone who is still here and still listening you i i will swear down on my life nothing was changed i had no idea that i'd stopped speaking because i was still talking wondering why phone wasn't responding and then it, the weird thing was you just came back all of a sudden i was like yeah that's really interesting i was like you've not heard what I've just said so did you <laughs> yeah <So. laughs> we're just
0: going to have to chalk it down to we're haunted someone's fiddling with this podcast and well they've not given me any names so I can't credit them as to the reason why we had technical difficulties so however it was you're just going to have to take the gratitude and you're not going to be named but well done
1: yeah yeah oh my goodness so... i'm not even
0: joking someone just banged in my kitchen i heard a thump
1: well if i could just mention one thing as well and um if this goes out to the public i don't mind as well so it's actually father's day coming up in the uk now obviously i live with my uh granddad and grand grandmother Yvonne, do you remember when I said to you that card that I was getting from me me granddad that said technical department, thank you for the financial department Yes, yes Mm -hmm. How fucking weird is that? The technical department, me Everything's just going on and back on That is
0: so strange because technically (laughs) your dad would be the technical department The technical department
1: That is bizarre
0: See, so when you join the dots and all these little things, you start to the get a bigger thing. picture. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that was only about two hours ago. That is strange. See what I mean? And I've literally, o- I didn't order that card for granted, in the end. I well, ordered maybe you the should have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, but no, I couldn't. I lost it. It wouldn't show up anymore. It It wouldn't show up. And do you remember I said to you, I was like, I can't find that card that was going to hit dad. Do you remember? Yes. And you went... And I was like, I'm going to have to get in the other one with the, the the car, the car, the car owner virus thing.
0: Because <laughs> the one that I was going to get.
1: Yeah, literally. Do you struggle at petrol stations when your fuel bill's are 120 quid? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyone...
0: It's just happened again.
1: So yeah, anyway. It just happened again. What did?
0: You just turn into like this weird robotic voice and you you disappear.
1: Well, I'm literally right next to the microphone, so I'm not sure. Your audio just cut off for like five seconds. I didn't even hear what you said. It just went, Yours has just just cut off. Yours has just gone bang, 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 silence. This is weird. Yeah, this is really weird. And we're not just making this up. This is not made up. This is not made up. Because if this was made up, we'd have been doing this earlier in the fucking V.C. <laughs> it's now quarter to three
0: in the morning. We are putting everything we have into this podcast. We are... There's yeah, no coffee involved. Um, but, yeah. maybe be a bit much vodka. It's <laughs> dead strange, but...
1: Yes, yeah, so no. I'd, I'd just like yeah. to say thank you for your stories. Um... Thank you for having me. No, I, I, <clears throat> apologize, ignore the vodka thing, but yeah. No, seriously, I would just like to make it clear that all the stories that I have said tonight it, are true. None of them are made up because I would never ever lie about anyone in my family who is deceased, uh, especially not given the circumstances that my dad died in. Um, and everything that me and Bon have said is completely true. Uh, again, with the audio issues, apologies for that. But there is there is no explanation for that. Uh, my hands are literally on my knees at the moment, not touching anything. Um. So yeah, maybe maybe we've actually got proof that there is paranormal going on right now.
0: Definitely. I I always think the more you talk about it, the more that happens. But that was definitely strange why you disappeared. And then when you came back, I disappeared. So it's going to be interesting listening to this bag if there's going to be like 20 seconds of just silence.
1: Especially if you said that my voice has gone like an almost magnetic robot type It did. That last time
0: it went like almost robotic and then just cut off.
1: Which shouldn't be because I'm literally next to my microphone, so strange there's there's nothing around here that could influence it
0: i will have to review the future footage footage and see what turns out (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely
1: (laughs) well anyway thank you for sharing your stories and um more than welcome i hope that people enjoy listening to them and if you do um let von know and give my like share and subscribe I hope so too, because it's been interesting. I always like these type of chats
0: where it's just people talking about their experiences and it's just a back and forth and it's just it's it's I think it's more interesting when it's just like off the cuff. Not yeah. that any of my interviews have ever been planned, by the way. They've always just been let's just sit down, have a chat and I think that's what people like. It's not it's not subscribed. It's not written. It's
1: just. I, de- I it's definitely just, think, I didn't have a chat. Because I love all your interviews. I think everyone that you've interviewed is fantastic. So, hands down, to anyone who's done an interview, with you on, you're all fantastic. Um, thank you for having me on. But one thing I will say is that I think it's so much better when it's not scripted, and it's from the heart, because you you think of more things, and you think, oh, I've not mentioned that actually, and. As it goes on, it, it, you know, you think more, and you think, oh, I, sh- I could mention that, I could mention that, and you know, it's it's more natural, I think, than when you sit with a script and go, well, I'll say this, 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 and this, you know. That
0: is for sure. I never plan any of my interviews. I just get a rough sketch of what they're going to talk about, and I just let them go with it, and then I ask questions, yeah. and then I let them go with it, and that's the best way.
1: Yeah, so well done, and your interview is fantastic, and thank you for having me on. Well thank you for coming You're more than welcome And um, maybe
0: we can have you on again for some other talks, it doesn't have to be paranormal Thoughts on the universe, stuff like that
1: Oh I'll talk for about five hours on that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Goodness Let, Let me, re- get me renew my politics, subscription like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to bloody pay for your subscription at this point because I'll be chatting on about four hours <laughs> But yeah, so thank you very much, Ron, and uh, yeah, very interesting to talk about. And just so no. anyone, if anyone is wondering, then what we said about that the, the uh mic noises are genuine, they aren't made up, they're not put in here. So, yeah,
0: no problem. Well, thanks very much, and we will call it a night here.
1: Indeed, we shall.
0: Thank you very much, and thank you. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So as you could hear at the very end there, we started to have some audio issues where Mike's audio would just suddenly stop working and then when his came back, mine stopped working and then later on, his stopped working again for some bizarre reason, which I find really strange because he was telling us a story about the same thing happening to him when he was on the phone with his aunt in Italy. Just weird coincidences... Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please do give us a like and subscribe on whatever platform you're on, and um, hopefully I'll have another interesting story for you again next week. So until next time, unpleasant dreams.